but it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, we'll use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! It's limited time! It's episode 47, the one where nothing works correctly. The one where um, maybe my stupid website is the sacrifice that has to be made for the 2007 Astros, uh, pardon me, 2007, not the 2007 Astros. They didn't do anything. The 2017 Astros uh, get to win a World Series. So I'm James. He's Pat. Hey, we're doing a show. We have equipment. Some of it works. Some of it doesn't. Most of it doesn't. I think I think everybody's used to it by now. Like, have we had an episode recently where we're like, hey, this thing didn't work? Yeah, every episode. Something didn't doesn't work. And if it does work, it sounds like I'm in an, a terminal or I'm doing air traffic control. I don't even understand. I don't have any noise in the little office that I do the show, so I don't even know how it picks up that weird wind noise. I, I really don't know. It's I'm, maybe it's haunted. I, dude, this might be a haunted podcast. I'm okay with that because I, that's the only answer that I have. The the ghost of Jose. I wish that. Underneath, like that, someone would have done like a weird, like backmasking, like Beatles thing, and everyone that basically everyone heard their name by some ghostly apparition underneath. Where the audio file, if you looked at like the vibrations, it looked like a skull. That would be the best thing. And then I, and then I get it tattooed like all those people are doing. That weird new app. I don't know if you saw that story. <laughs> no, no, I thought you Where just you made that sound. up. I was like, that's really funny. No, that's a thing now. You get sound. You get the actual sound imprint tattooed on you, and with the phone app, it can play up to a minute of audio. So yeah, so you can get your like your dying cat's blast me out on your arm forever. I like that that's where you went. That's great. Or your dad yelling at you. You'll never amount to anything. I'll show I you. Wish you. And you just play I wish that. You were your crying to me. <laughs> play that every morning before you get ready for work. Brought to you by Bravado Spice, whose audio I would love to have tattooed on me. What does I'm, that even mean? I'm I drinking don't know. it right now out of the bottle. The reserve. You still haven't sent me your address so I could get you the new stuff. I'm with that to sell the I'm drinking it out of the bottle. Well, you could still have some. I still have uh, a couple of the bottles left because I don't... Wait, I was about to say I don't like one of them. Um, because I don't I don't prefer one to because I like the other one I, so much. I'm not... There are going to be people that... And maybe they don't want us talking about this, but they also haven't sent us sacks of money yet, so... Um, I do not like to mix sweet and spicy, so I've stayed away from the green apple and jalapeno. Yeah, I haven't found, I, like, when I take a sip of it to taste it, I'm like, okay, I, I don't mind that, but I haven't found anything that I can mix it with. But, I've alluded to this before, they have a million things on their website that tells you that. But I'm, all, but I'm a bad person and also lazy, so I'm not the one that's going to go do that. So there are things that it mixes with. Otherwise, it wouldn't be one of their products. Yeah, no, no. I would now. I would definitely marinate. Now that I'm thinking about it, I would marinate chicken. 
uh, in it and grill the crap out of that. I bet that I bet that would be really good. But I'm not gonna put the green apple and jalapeno on a taco. Paul, I'm, pu- I'm pulling. I'm gonna pull up what they have just so I can. Yeah, chicken sounds like it would work. Because you can go. You can pretty much do anything with ch- chicken. Yeah. Safe. Oh, so I'm. All right, let me so see I'm what they. Now. That's cool. What they have. But see, it's weird because like like it's pineapple and habanero, but that one's jalapeno and green apple. So it's like a touch of it. It's not like yeah. the, the the apple's the main flavor. No, it's very. It, I don't know. There's. It's maybe my palate is too simple, and that's the explanation. I don't know. These are all recipes. It works. Whatever. The main thing is that you need to try the delicious special reserve. It's so. It's so. It's very hot. It's a little bit too much for me, but only because I have acid reflux. But it's it's very smooth. It's like a smooth hot sauce. It's, it is reserve. a special <laughs> it's a reserve. smooth hot sauce that keeps you up all night. Yeah, but just because I have a destroyed throat does not mean that <laughs> other people can't enjoy it. Like, I appreciate it still. It's like, no, this will end me and my esophagus as I know it. But I still can enjoy it. It's like heroin. Like, I know it's good, but I'm not going to do it. You know? So, so, so bravado spice. It's, it's heroin for your mouth. I had a student uh, within the last week come up to me and be like, hey, have you ever done shrooms? I'm like, no, never. And I may, I'm very, nope, I'm very nope. clear not. I, I will never lie to my students. And, and so she, she was like, have you ever done shrooms? Like, never. So have you ever thought about it? I'm like, yeah, of course I've thought about it, but I've never been in a position to acquire them, nor am I going to seek them out because that's just what me and or my school needs is the, uh, cause we had a little bit of a meth problem, uh, with some faculty. <laughs> makes, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, and every school has the whole like teachers banging students problem and I don't want to get mixed up in the headlines. So so I was like, yeah, I've thought about it, but I'm not, no one's off. Yeah, that's, that's why you don't want to do shrooms. Like, that's where the progression took you. It's like, I don't want to be in the, mixed in with the teachers banging kids. It would totally problem. be a, a cop that asked if I wanted to do shrooms. Let's be honest. Like the, like the kid from, uh, from what's the, uh, To Catch a Predator? The one that can just play a kid of both boy and girl. <laughs> we need you to have a seat. What? Like such a and Chris Harrison's like, well, have a have a seat, my friend. I'm like, that's it, that's it. Teaching, trying to buy shrooms from a kid. Were you, Jimmy? That's not exactly a history lesson. Have a seat, Mister Yasko. Oh man, buy bravado spices stuff. Yeah, do that. So, because that's all you have to do. There's no like interesting baseball. There's nothing to do. You might as well just eat hot sauce are the astros to the point where they win so often and so easily that they that it's not it's like the the video game that you master that it's not fun anymore no it's still very fun (laughs) i watched all nine innings of of the game tonight and it was over and it's the dumb marlins and i had to look at that thing in center field no it no it doesn't get old because it's like how do they keep doing this and it's still I, i i imagine it gets to that point but i don't know I don't know if it does. So there, there is going to be a six-game losing streak coming. And how panicked are you going to be? 
not because it's not only is it inevitable, and six, it may be more than that. They may lose a nine out of ten. <laughs> I but I, actually, I don't see that with this team. But yeah, they're gonna they're not gonna play. I mean, they're they're not gonna play well all the time. And anybody who thinks that is stupid. But I I, I can see people starting to panic and going, "Here we go," and we'll be you know twenty seven games over five hundred. <laughs> And it'll just be just be a little lull, but that yeah, that's gonna happen. So I think that they pr- like we're we've proven to ourselves and everybody else that we are capable of winning in a game at any time. So I think that'll carry that'll carry over even when we're not playing well. So the Astros won. I want to talk about the Yankee series here in a minute, uh, but they swept the Braves in that random two game series, and they've taken it's Tuesday, right? Yes. Okay, so they've taken both games against the Marlins. They won 12 to 2 tonight as we're recording this, which means that you'll hear this on Thursday. Um maybe. May if you're lucky. Uh the how many how many games would the Astros win the NL East by if they were in that division? Um I haven't looked at it lately. Last time I looked at all of the divisions, the NL East was very comparable to what the West was. It's gotten worse. No, that well, no, you now that's a really I mean, they good were almost it was almost dead on. We were the Nationals and us had about the same record, and they they had about I think we had maybe a half game lead more than they did, but it was all they were almost identical in terms of how the division was set up. That their worst team was worse, I think. Let me pull it up, but yeah, so I don't know. Because, no, yeah, so I don't know. No, that's a that actually, I for whatever reason I forgot because the Nationals are like a faceless yeah, franchise. Um, Except for Bryce Harper, who would you take Bryce Harper or George Springer? Dude, I mean, I'd take Bryce Harper. <laughs> He's going to cost about uh, two hundred and fifty million. Well, no, I mean, if we're, if we're talking actual, if we're not just talking fantasy, do what you want. Yeah, I'd, I'd take Harper. I, and I love Springer. I I think Springer's he has intangible stuff that's not actual baseball. Like, I feel like he's clubhouse important, like he's everybody's friend, he's important for energy, and I think that counts on teams like this, little intangible stuff like this. Okay, so yeah, the, the, I mean, they're, the, they're almost the same, they're the same division. They're the exact same division. It's one good team and four trash teams. So yeah, so we're up, we're up eight and a half on LA and Texas, Washington's up eight and eight and a half on the Mets in Atlanta, and then nine and ten and a half on Philadelphia and Miami, and it's 9.5 and, and 11 for Seattle and Oakland. I mean, that's almost the exact same thing. It really is. Except we've won 28 and they've only won 24. Little, bi- little bitches. Little, little bitches. I mean, <laughs> I'm not... I mean, it's, it's May 16th. It's the middle of May. There's so much baseball left. I... And, and of course, I'm biased, but is there... What, what team in baseball is more complete than the Astros complete uh, there. I, I think that we are the most complete team in baseball. Um, Who rivals? You got to put, I, I think the Yankees at peak play can, can rival us. I don't know, man. They're got two. maybe like the, the Boston and the Cubs, the, the Cubs I'm at thinking, peak play. They're not playing well at all. 
I'm just thinking of talent. No, they're not. But I mean, in terms of lineup, we have the best lineup from top to bottom. I there I there's not a lineup better. There just isn't. I 100 percent. And then agree with that. we have the best pitcher in baseball, and everybody else. We have the best. <laughs> Somehow, we have the best pitching staff in at least the American League with fires, don't we? I wanna, I, and there's some I number. Wear, I don't know if it's ERA or if it's uh, – I saw some I saw some stat, and it might have been ER, ERA, but, like, that's with what – No, it's – I mean, it's a – they're a top five pitching staff as ter- in terms of ERA, but to use a – Stat head turn. The their FIP mean w- would indicate that they're they've sort of been lucky. But I also think that and, and okay, the, so, luck, but the, the Royals won a World Series with luck. That's true, and the Cubs did too. They their defense was uh, absolutely uh, unsustainable. Like is, is there not year. an analytic stat that is disguised for luck? There has to be something that they've thought of because it is part of the game. They're like the Texas leaguers, the the one error. Out of, I mean, there's stuff that contributes to wins and losses that happens in every game that's just weird and random. And it, I know you can't calculate it, but they should somehow. Well, I mean, like Pythagorean theorem, which I, I, me and Pythagoras go way back. So I know that A squared plus B squared equals C squared, but I don't know what A squared and B squared actually mean to determine c squared but i know that they've come up with like there's a luck factor that excuse me based on your run scored and your runs against it tells you what your record more likely should be and that's, know, ba- and that's based on like, the rest of the numbers compiled by the league and they just do it that way yeah it's sort of like if you if you have a plus i, I think the astros as of now after the 12 to 2 win they have like a plus 58 run differential which means that you know if if your run differential is plus 58 after you know 40 games then you can expect to have a whatever record and i don't know what that record is but you can expect this now you put that against your actual record and that means that you've been you're you're two games above your sort of Pythagorean record. So they're, they're, they do account for it, but I don't know that, that it'll take into account like, you know, the random Marwin Gonzalez Grand Slam against Texas or the Yulieski Gurriel Grand Slam, you know, last night. So I don't, I don't know how they, other than run scored and runs against, which there's a lot that goes into a run scoring. Because, um, I mean, we seem to score a lot I mean, of two-out runs. A lot. Really I don't know what the number is, but I mean, a lot of of late inning rallies that we even extend sometimes, where we score multiple runs with two outs, where we just start start yeah. an inning with two outs and end up scoring four runs, which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not used to right. a team here doing that ever. No, you got to get your runs on solo home runs and solo home runs only, and that you have to hope you hit eight of them if you want to. Yeah, you know, no base runners, just out. solo home runs. Yep. Um, so in the morning on the new Astros County website, Astros County. Okay. Now, now it's a blog. It's no longer a website. You're, it's not a, a you're website. back to being a blogger. That sucks, dude. Freaking blog. I'm so mad. I'm so yeah, mad. I'm pretty upset. 
I'd be pretty mad about that. So let me let me give you the short version. As far as I can tell, uh, as to what has happened, that I bought the AstrosCounty.com domain through Blogger years ago and set it up to auto renew. So boom, you know, middle of April, that thing was gonna re up, and we're good with AstrosCounty.com. And then at some point over the last year, Google or Blogger migrated that account to Google Suite uh, and defaulted to the original settings of the blog, which included a Hotmail account that I deleted seven years ago. And since I don't have access to that account, and since why would I ever check to see if I've got any emails... Uh, the AstrosCounty.com domain was sold uh, early yesterday morning to somebody else. And because I can't get into that account, I can't verify that I actually own the domain. Wait, name. somebody bought it? Wait, somebody bought it? I think they just tra- – like it expired and it transferred to somebody else. So I've got – I mean there's there's a couple writers for Astros County. Twitter has been a big help. Uh, the back guy who is a wonderful human being and is also m- maybe the only other writer than me who's been with Astros County as long. Um, he's helped me out. U.S. Coxman at U.S. Coxman has helped out, which that's a wonderful name. I don't actually know his real name. I think it's Dave. Um, and then there's a writer that's in like information security that is working on helping me like sort of recover that Hotmail account to where I can get my own god dang domain back. That sounds like a nightmare. That sounds like a nightmare. It's been, it's been absolutely terrible. I'm so mad. I've been working on it, like, honestly, like, maybe uh, 17 of the past 24 hours. That's what I've been working on. So to no avail yet, but at least at astroscounty.blogspot.com, there will be some numbers tomorrow morning as far as uh, two out runs and rallies with two outs, but it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot. Well, yeah, you really brought you brought the whole show down with that sad tale of your 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 website. That sucks. Well, sucks. everything sucks. And hey, hey, maybe maybe AstrosCounty.com is the sacrifice that has to be made. For the Astros to win the World I mean, if that's Series. that's the case, then you just gotta suck it up. Unfortunately, I feel like I'll, I feel like I'll live. I'd I would run like AstrosCounty.geocities.com if it meant the Astros won the World Series this year. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, for real. I'd I'd go back to just MySpace for the Astros. <laughs> um. Oh man, I had a really good point I was going to make. Oh, uh, so as far as like FIP is concerned, and that's fielding independent pitching. So what you can sort of expect, like if your ERA outperforms your FIP, that means that you're sort of due for a minor regression. Um, the Rangers over the last two weeks or so have experienced an ERA that is far below what you could expect from from their FIP, you know, from, from a normal sort of pitching line. Um, I don't know that I'm explaining that as well yeah, as I it possibly makes could. Sense. Probably not. It, may, it makes sense. So the Rangers have done, have done really well. And my brother-in-law who I saw on mother's day, uh, who 
is someone I've talked about a lot on this podcast that he grew up in Houston, um, went to school in Abilene, moved to Dallas, married a Dallas girl, and is now a Rangers fan. Yuck. Yeah. So, dude's a sellout. I hope he listens to this. Aaron, I'm coming after you. Um, I, I passed his son, my nephew, a note in church that was basically like, and I actually on the, the note card, like at the back of the attendance card, I wrote, I'm to my 10 year old nephew, I'm glad Cole Hamels is hurt. Good. That's, that's what no, I wrote. That's, that's, that's no. how you got to show him. That's how you got to show him. Yeah. And I think I hashtagged it white privilege, uh, or like written out, like not on Twitter. You're just, just writing hashtags it. on cards now. Note with, with no regard for human life. <laughs> no sense of irony whatsoever. Um, but but they've outperformed their their FIP, uh, which would indicate that they're due for a regression. The Astros have also outperformed their FIP, but given that Mike Fires can't stop giving up home runs, I wonder if they're not really due for a regression because that Mike Fires' FIP some point. is like it's like seven. Like that dude's. If his ERA was independent of fielders, meaning just like the runs that he gave up on his own, it's in the seven to eight per nine, you know, per nine innings range. If he's so bad right now that every and everyone else is is performing as expected and statistically in line with what one could reasonably expect, then but maybe they're not. Maybe Mike Fires is so bad right now that he's bringing everybody down. Well, I think that's true, but also they're playing so well that a regression is inevitable because they can't just keep winning games. Um, I did like to, the fact that they switched Morton and Fires in the rotation. Do you no, like I'm, that? Rotation. Do you like that? I'm. I'm. Morton all looked for very, very good would, last start. That dude threw. He was. He's throwing harder than he ever has in his life. He looked. He looked unstoppable at some times. I was like, I was like, who the fuck are you, Charlie Morton? Here's here's what I'm concerned about, is that he is another Doug Fister. He is another Scott Casimir that has a really fantastic first half of the season, and then it gets to the grind of August and September, and like it all catches up with him. Are you concerned about that with Morton? I mean, I'm just concerned with Morton in general. So if he every every time he pitches well, I'm just like, all right, <laughs> like I don't really, I'm yeah, not, like I I don't expect anything from the bottom half of our rotation to be honest with you. So it's always good. I'm like, let's just out, well, that's I'm what just we're like, used let's to. just out hit them and like keep us in the game. Just keep us in the game and let's hit. Like I don't, I don't, I don't even really worry about him. Even with even fires, I'm just like, yeah. He's going to give up home runs. Hopefully we hit more of them. You know, I was on board when we did this, what, it's Tuesday. We did this uh, eight days ago, the last episode we did. And, and just by the by, I had a, a friend of the show whose name I'm not going to say here, uh, who said, I would rather Pat sound like he's calling from prison than, than to get a show every two yeah, weeks. Yeah, I saw that too. Like, I saw that too. <laughs> I think you know who we're talking about. Um, it's Craig. Yeah, you know no, he's Craig. great. Yeah, no, he's great. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, anyway, so you said last week, and I, I was on. No, board, I know. I've already taken it back. Been, no, I've already taken it back. 
There's been two starts since he, he said is that. Very that, bad. that he, he's very bad. You know what you're going to get from Fires, and whatever whatever good you get is gravy. Ah, it's so bad. No, he used to be he used to be more consistent in his mediocrity. He, he's very he's very bad, and I was wrong. He is extra bad this year. So, it's not the same. He's not giving you. See, what I was comparing it to is when he gave up those home runs, he also struck out nine that game, and it balanced out, and he ended up winning a game. Or last year, he'd, he'd do this, and then he'd throw a no-hitter. <laughs> or then, or then, you know, then he'd you know, give, you, give up two over, over seven. He's not giving you any quality starts, and he's giving up just runs after runs. So, no, he's about as bad as it gets right now as a starting pitcher. And they're still twenty-eight and twelve. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So so if you are Jeff, I mean, obviously, it's mid-May. You're not. I mean, the the White Sox are going to ask for the for the moon for Jose Quintana. Uh, the Rays are going to be stupid about Chris Archer. But how active? How active do you think the trade market actually is in the middle of May? For a starting pitcher, I don't. I mean, I, I'm sure there's feelers being put out there in initial talks, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's active. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we're out in front of it, because I know that th- that's something that we're targeting, and there's no way we're not going after a, a third pitcher. So I, I don't know. I don't as a league. I don't know, but I, I would not be surprised if we're out in front, just seeing what the deal is for all the guys, you know, looking at records and who might be dealing at, at the break and who won't be. Um, I mean, there's there's some guys out there besides just Archer and Quintana. and Yeah, someone, and I wish I could remember who, uh, but someone mentioned that Garrett Cole from Pittsburgh. Would, he's not I having would, that great of a year, but I would love, a Garrett Cole would be perfect. I would very much appreciate Garrett Cole. Over Mike Fires. Oh, over Mike Fires. Uh, yeah, I, I'd take Nat King Cole at this point. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, Garrett Cole. I mean, he's like he's like four and five or something. He's not he's like not having the best year ever. But he also plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates, so there is that. Yeah. Um. There's Andrew McCutcheon and nobody else. That sounds about right. And to think they had so much promise. So. No. So yeah. So I. Yeah, get, get, I'm still I'm still laughing that's about that. That's really stupid I'm not, joke. I'm, not gonna I'm very. I'm, <laughs> it don't worked. know why you're laughing at it. <laughs> I yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think. There was a. Well, what if? Who else is there? I'm trying to think. There's a, there was another guy out there that I was interested in. Like, what about somebody like Granky? Would they be willing? Would they be willing I, to deal Granky? Would you be willing to take on Granky? Arizona would be more than happy to let the Astros take on Grinky because he's making like but as a but as a rent as, as, a, as a rent. A year. I don't know that Grinky's deal is a rental. I think it's it's very much like you are take. I mean, if the Astros nah. took on nah. like twenty million a year, you could get him for you know, you could get him for John Singleton. Yeah, nah. You could get him for so it's it all depends on. On the price tag, and the Astros have some dudes that are going to start getting expensive, you know, here fairly soon. So I don't know. I Grinky would be freaking awesome, but it, it's all on. And again, it's not our money, but it's all about what Jim Crane's willing to yeah, spend. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't want that contract. I was just thinking like that wouldn't be a bad guy to come in. Like, oh, let's just 
add Granky here for a little bit. No, I mean Kershaw. Yeah, oh, I'll take <laughs> yeah, Kershaw. Not so, he's not so bad. Yeah, not so, he's not so bad. <laughs> he's all right. I mean, you know, for a Texas boy, he's okay. Yeah, God, who, I'm try, I, I still can't think of who I was trying to to think of. I don't know. There was one other guy where I was like, yeah, I would definitely take him. But no, no, Garrett Cole would be. It's probably and it's probably can, more in the realistic target range, like that kind of caliber starter um, to come in. Yeah, because the pirate. The Pirates are in a really weird place where they were there for a couple of years and they, you know, the crapshoot that is the wild card game, you know, that it didn't come up, you know, I don't know, they bet red and it came up black or whatever. So there, they might be a more, I mean, if, if, if I heard like an official thing from someone reputable, not like John Hyman, who just, spends his entire time wondering why Doug Fister doesn't have a job. Like I would, if, if they were like, yeah, the Astros are cold on Archer, but they're interested in Garrett Cole. That would make me sit up a little bit straighter. Um, that, but, but I agree. That sounds more realistic for the Astros at this point than like a Quintana because the White Sox just want to hit a grand slam with every trade. Well, and look make. what we're doing with what we have. We don't need a number one. We don't need an ace, and we don't need to pay for an ace. If we can get somebody that is still top end of the rotation with good stuff, then that's all we need. So we don't need to give up the world for for somebody. I, I just don't think it, it'd be great to have the best pitcher out there. But I guess it just depends where we're sitting at the break. What if we even need anything? What if we're up seventeen games? I mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, what if we just keep okay, playing the same so and somehow division stays, everything stays the same, and we're up, you know, thirteen to fifteen games at the All Star break? So let me ask you this: based on that scenario, where the Astros are clearly running away with it. Where it's fifth, I mean, they're it, after forty games, they're up eight games. Okay, so let's say after the All Star break is what ninety to a hundred games. Yep. So by the math and the ratio, let's say the Astros are up. Let's just screw it. The Astros are up eighteen games at the All Star break. Do you make a move if you're Jeff Luno, or are you like, look, this is working? Mike Fires tells really funny jokes. He's got the bald spot comb over, fake mohawk. That's worth, you know, everyone laughs. It keeps everybody loose. Like, do you make a move if you're up that I think it much? all depends on how he pitches up until then, notwithstanding what he's already done. If he is, if he, so if if he, he is just so, the same pitcher, a disaster every time he goes out and a liability, I, I don't know. I, I mean, if, if, you're, if you're up 18 games, then you're – you're most likely going to the playoffs, so you need to be thinking about winning a World Series. I still think you look at all deals and, and still out a pitcher. I, honestly. I can see that. That makes sense. And, or, I mean, just to build your team going forward, too. I mean, because Fires isn't going to be a long-term solution either way. So if you could get a Garrett Cole and sign him for a couple years and get him in here, and improve the team's chances of winning a World Series and just bolster your rotation, then you might as well. So I don't know if our record necessarily affects what we do with the break. I think if we can get better, 
and it doesn't kill us, I think we try and get better. But, I mean, that's just my philosophy. I don't know what they're going to do. Would you trade Derek Fisher for Garrett Cole? Yes. I, and I like Would Derek Fisher. Con- but I... That, yeah, that's, I that's, a, that's a tough one, but yes. Because Garrett Cole's somebody that could... Like, we could solidify our rotation for years to come. Yeah, he's got some team control, I think. So it would be... if Let's say it's Garrett Cole. It's Keichel, McCullers, Morton, Cole, Musgrove. Yeah, that sounds pretty damn good. <laughs> I yeah. like that. And then you've got McHugh coming back, presumably in so September. So then it's even more ridiculous. That's even more ridiculous. I'm expecting Colin McHugh to come back uh, with the 40-man roster, with the uh, September call-ups. That's, that's that my sounds, well, That sounds about right, just based on the reports we're seeing. If he's just now playing catch, that <laughs> yeah. sounds like a September call-up to me as well. But I, who knows? Um, I, and, trade, and that may factor in it too. Con- if if Collins looking good and 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 healthier early, it, it it may affect what we do or what we give up as well. Knowing that Collins coming back and that pushes the rotation down one more pitcher. So I I don't know because then, then we're four deep with could, with McHugh and Morton and you got Fires and Musgrove. You can, I mean Fires could get the hell out of there at that point. You know. Yeah. yeah. So would you trade Kyle Tucker? For Garrett no. Cole, Kyle Tucker, Kyle, Kyle no, Tucker, is Kyle Tucker is the future. He's the real deal, and he's tearing up that Carolina yeah. league, which is a pitchers' league. So, yeah, I I, yeah, I DM no, with the uh, the account for, for for that club, and I was like, dude, I need some hats, and they like put me in touch with their merchandising guys. So I'm knocking off some BC Astro hats. BCA. I was like, "Fuck it, those!" And their hats are so cool because they look just like ours, but they have a BC on the star. They're really, yeah. they're really good looking yeah. uniforms. So I was like, "Yeah, man, I need to, I need to get some of those hats." I don't have any Astros minor league gear. Yeah, Do I you? bought, I bought a couple of them when I went down to Whataburger Field and watched the hooks back when it was Albers and Pent. I mean, we hung out with Albers, and it was like Albers and Pence and all those guys were down there. Albers is your boy. Yeah, that was fun, man. That team was ridiculous. When all those guys were down there, um, and that field is amazing. That's a that's a that's a cool little trip. As crappy as Corpus Christi is, sorry to all our Corpus Christi listeners, it was awful. But that field is that's a cool place to watch a game. It looks cool. I've never i've I've been to no, I've never. I'm surprised. Been. That's an easy trip, and like you got the giant bridge in the background, and you it it, it yeah, serves it cool. Whataburger, obviously. Like there's just so many things about it, but no, it, there's not a bad seat. It's we, it was awesome, awesome place. All right, so I have a really important question for you because you've lived in L.A. Uh, and obviously you've lived in Texas. Um, Whataburger or it's not Whataburger? It's not even close. Whataburger? It's not even close. All right, cool. So, uh, real quick, Whataburger story in an attempt to pick up some sponsorship business. Uh, one day my wife and daughter, and I think my daughter was like a year and I registered her for kindergarten today. So between astroscounty.com going down and registering my daughter, oh, man. like yeah. it's, been a, yeah. it's been a rough day. Yeah. <clears throat> um, my, my two best creations like, <laughs> ever, um, 
the uh, so I was in Nashville. Wife and daughter were out of town, and I had the car. and And we've been a one car family for years. So uh, they were in like Oklahoma visiting my wife's grandparents or something. And I woke up on a Saturday and didn't have anything to do. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do for lunch. Uh, got the dog, need to take him out at some point. So I loaded the dog up in the car. And the closest Whataburger to Nashville is like mm, four hours south in Alabaster, Alabama. And so it was like 8 o'clock because I've gotten up early for so long. I woke up at like 6. I was like, ah. So by it was like 7.30 after I had coffee and did some crap on Astros County. I drove four hours south to Alabaster, Alabama, got some Whataburger, a number two jalapeno and cheese, and went to the bathroom, let the dog go to the bathroom in their, you know, parking lot yard or whatever. And we got back in the car and I ate it on the way back and got back at like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And my wife was like, well, I talked to her that night. She's like, what'd you do today? I was like, ah, you know, went and got some lunch and didn't mention that I drove eight hours <laughs> to get some Whataburger. Is that, is that okay? Is that obsessive? I mean, that's pretty crazy. I don't think I have that in me, but that's a pretty cool story. Was it worth it? Uh, totally. Oh, yeah. I'd do it again. I mean, I, I have to drive like two minutes to a water. Like eight-hour round trip for some lunch is a, that's pushing it. But, in, but, in, but I, I have one like, like I have like three Whataburgers to choose from, so I can't really talk about what I wouldn't do when, when yeah, I'm I mean, around, if you were, so if, it doesn't, yeah. And we moved to Nashville from like upstate New York where, you know, that wasn't, a Whataburger wasn't even a thought. Like you get that, you know, the once every 17, 18 months where you are in Texas to go. I'm surprised that they haven't spread more. They, it's, it's really good. It is. And, and, and not just and the, why not it's just like the burgers, and just not like their, their taquitos are so good and their chicken strips are great. Like it's a, it's a solid, it's a solid establishment. You know, John, our our co-host in spirit, John uh-huh. Westling, uh, I went and heard him do some stand-up. Uh, it was a number of years ago. But he did a thing about being like a traffic copter guy. And he his bit was like, if you were the traffic guy on a helicopter on the day the country legalized weed, it would be the best job ever because he'd be like, his thing was like, hey, the roads are clear. All the interstates are clear, but the line to Waterburger is like two and a half hours long. And that made me laugh really hard. It's it's true. It's a good bit. It's very true. Uh, all right. So Astros. They're pretty um, good. They're playing 700 baseball, right. whatever. So 700 over the – if they go 28 and 12, if they keep this pace up, uh, which they won't, but if they did over 162 games, that would – hold up. Um, 162 times 0.7. That's 113 wins. That's so ridiculous. That's so ridiculous. Oh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, 100 wins over under, what do you I'm think? I'm putting it between 100 and 103. I think they hit 100. 
I really do. I, I mean, it's it's not a guarantee, but I think they are in the ballpark. Like, I think that they're going to be that. But see, the thing that could affect it is that if they run away with the division so much, they're gonna they're gonna play a little bit differently down the stretch when they when they're trying to get those a hundred runs. But then at the same time, the lineup's so deep that they could put anybody in, and we could still win. But so like the like that last 15 games that you need to to go from 94 95 wins to 105 or 100 that's when it's going to get crucial and it just depends where we're sitting sitting to you know No yeah no if you're if you're sitting you know, you're, like the game I mean it's locked in it's over you just I'm not saying I mean you don't shelf guys like you do in some other sports cuz you got to stay loose but you're just not going to play the same the pit, there's going to be pitch counts. There's going to be just certain stuff that you're going to do. Keiko gets skipped to yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, you're not. You, you're not. You don't care about that at all. It's it's locked in. You know you got your spot. So I, I think that that there's a bunch of little factors, but I, they, they will. A hundred is in is going to be in play. As of right now, I mean, there there are 122 games left. Which means the Astros would need to go seventy-two and fifty. That's still very difficult. That's, that's, it makes uh, yeah, you like it makes me appreciate how crucial a hundred wins are. Like it used to be. Like I know I used to know like as a kid like how great that was or like when that that one Seattle team that went one sixteen and forty-six like, and it was just yeah, like was yeah, you're, like, you're like wow that's amazing but it, until you really crunch the numbers you don't realize how it, almost impossible it is well the crazy thing about that that mariners team is they got swept by the yankees in the play and like the first round of the playoffs so you win 116 games i mean imagine okay so let's say the Astros play absolutely 700 ball. This is who the Astros are. They they go 114 and 48 and get swept by who would it be? Uh, the, so we play the wild be, card, so we play Baltimore? Imagine getting swept. You win 114 games and get swept That's by baseball, Baltimore. That's baseball, baby. In the first That's round. baseball, baby. That's it. That, you can get beat at any time. And it doesn't matter how good you are. That's what I mean. That's what's beautiful about it, and that's why the Kansas City Royals won the World Series. And that's it's not always the case, but it can happen, and it is what it is. If you can't win the series, then yeah, too bad. Oh, but it would no, it would destroy me forever. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm just talking about it in general. Like it's it is what it is. You gotta you gotta take care of business when it counts. But that's baseball. It wouldn't be the first time uh, somebody got bounced with the best record or got upset. It happens. So are you comfortable if the Astros, let's say the Astros don't make a move, and we're getting so far ahead of ourselves at this point, but let's say the Astros don't make a move and they roll this lineup, which I, I think we agree is a, is a damn good lineup, but they roll... Keuchel game one, McCullers game two, Morton game three. Are you good with that? Yeah, but what if what if McHugh's back and dealing, and he's game three, and then you got Morton game four, and then Fires can fuck off and die. Well, I mean, what? Sorry, that was just Tourette's. <laughs> I did not mean to say that. 
<laughs> you do have a random case of trade. I, 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 dude, I think I, I, I think we make a move. I really do. But if we don't, I honestly, in the, from the bottom of my heart, believe this lineup can overcome any starting pitcher we throw out there. I'm not saying they will do it, but they are capable of it. This lineup can beat anybody um, and compensate for home runs given up. In one inning, in one at bat, we can bat around and drop seven or eight runs on you at any point. Yeah. Um, not saying that they will or that's overconfidence, but I, I think that they've proven up until now that this team can score runs and they can do it in bunches and anybody, any one of them can hurt you. They were saying today on the broadcast that Aoki's hit a 440-foot home run. If that little man can hit 440-foot home <laughs> runs and the, and the one Altuve hit off the weird fucking thing and whatever that is, that cult, that fish cult, whatever that thing it, whatever the <laughs> hell that monument to the demon sea lord of Poseidon is, then, like, I mean, we're just, anybody can kill you. Marisnik's hitting multiple home runs. Gonzalez is leading the team in RBI. Like, what are we, what's, what is happening? No, yeah, no, and and uh, Correa has only been hitting for what, like two weeks? Yeah, now? he's only, he's at, he's almost at three hundred now, and he's what twenty three, twenty four RBI, something like that, five home runs. So he's just like getting warmed up. How do we deal? I, with I this? don't know. I don't know. I don't even like the fact that we're we're playing out one hundred and fourteen win scenarios and talk talk. No, I don't either. <laughs> we we we, uh, we no, did I'm, I'm, we did admit that the that the letdown and the bad stretch is inevitable that and that's coming just because it's baseball but they've done nothing to give us any other option to think like they just keep winning so what are we supposed to do be all annoying and be like well they've been great and they keep winning but they're gonna be bad soon like i don't want to be that guy yeah, no one's going to listen to that. That's what all everybody's going to do, just because that's the only take to have. It's like, this can't last. Well, maybe it does, because it keeps lasting. <laughs> take three out this of four at for... Yankee Stadium and just hand it to them and just have one little off game. Like, are you kidding me? Let's talk about the difference between... Because I'll watch... I mean, when was the last time... And I put this on Twitter. The Astros were on Sunday Night Baseball... Uh, at New York when they retired Yajit's number. Uh, and then we're on ESPN Monday Night Baseball last night in Miami. When was the last time the Astros were on ESPN two nights in a row? I don't know. I, and I honestly, even if they were, I I didn't care. Like it was... It, See, so someone, it's not possible. It's very possible that they were for whatever reason. And I just don't, I don't remember the last time they were... I just don't know. Someone asked if it was uh, 2013 when the Astros first moved to the American League. Their first game was that's the game that Rick Ankeel hit that home run and the Astros beat the Rangers like 8-3 to three or something like that. And then the next night was Darvish's almost perfect game that Marwin broke up in the ninth. And I can't remember if that was on ESPN or if that was the year that I was out of market because I lived in Nashville and... Um, I had, I, I can't remember if that was the year I had like the extra innings package. And so it's at, at the, at the latest, 
before this week, it was 2013. And before that, I don't have any idea. I, I can't, but I, I honestly can't see ESPN doing the same matchup two nights in a row. That doesn't seem very program director friendly. The only thing I can think of is that it was Darvish. And if that was his first year, I can't remember when Darvish came to MLB. I can't remember if that was yeah. too. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of that that would make sense. But I watched it on my TV, and I know I watched, you know, the Sunday night game <laughs> on, does, on does ESPN, ESPN. But I does can't ESPN remember. Does ESPN allow a local simulcast? Because, see, like, well, like, well, like TNT, when they have Thursday night basketball, you don't get local Root Sports or AT&T or whatever, so you can't watch the local broadcast. You have to watch their broadcast. ESPN, typically, you can watch your local broadcast, so I wouldn't have known because I like watching my guys. I don't, I don't like national guys because they just talk a bunch of shit. So, so I, yeah. it's, it's possible that, I wouldn't have known if it was or not because I would have chosen the local option. See, that's what I'm curious about. Did I, if if I if that was the year I had extra innings, then I would have chosen wh- whichever exactly. network exactly carried. If that was CSN, Houston, RIP. Well, t- tonight was kind or, of a weird game to pick, though. Don't you? Do you agree? I know it's Keuchel, but what? And that but I think that's I, what it of was. Course, but like Miami sucks. Like I don't. I. I, I I also, I mean, I know that, that ESPN will try to show all 30 teams on some national broadcast at some point during the season, and I wonder if Miami got picked because it's Stanton, uh, it's Keuchel, and there might not, I mean, other than a random Nationals game, like I, this might have been the best well, night to show And then also the, you, the draft, NBA draft lottery's on with, Warriors Spurs after it, so they were anticipating nobody watching anyway. So I don't think they gave a shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, but either way, that no, that we're no, we're number one in all the power rankings. Everybody's you got some smug reporters being like, "Yep, we called it." Sports Illustrated was right. Blah 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 blah. Are, so tell me, I did not watch the Saturday afternoon, or pardon me, the Sunday afternoon, Mother's Day afternoon game, the first game of the doubleheader against the Yankees because of Mother's Day and whatnot. Uh, but I did watch the the Sunday oh, evening beautiful. game. Oh, beautiful. So I missed, you know, I missed the uh, fire start, which I wasn't terribly upset about. But how the Astros went up, what, like 8 nothing. Was it eight nothing or nine nothing? It, 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 it ended up being nine nothing. Yeah, and it was ten seven when the game ended. So I watched that game longer than I intended. I just wanted to go to sleep. Yeah, they were kind of they were kind of tinkering was, around, but yeah, they they definitely uh, sent a message. So tell me about ESPN. Like, how did you feel? Were you surprised that it was like all Jeter all no, the time? Because it, on no, because he deserved night? it. It was his night. The hashtag was Jeter night. It was his night. So it was all the stories. I, no, that's why it was beautiful for us to be just absolutely destroying them. Having Beltron hit the double that passes Jeter. Just so many little things that were just like made you feel good as an Astros fan. But no, he, the dude was being honored. He had his freaking jersey retired by the new york yankees that's a big deal 
I don't care. You can hate the Yankees. You can hate, even hate Jeter, but you got to respect the dude. So, no, it was his night. That was the whole point of it. We still ruined it. So, no, I, ha- I had no problem. It, I mean, you know, they had interviews with Bregman talking about how he tried to use a different number um, out of respect because that's why he wears number two. I thought that was cool. Um, they showed the whole Astros dugout, tipped their caps, and Jeter recognized that. Like it, it, it was a cool, it's a, it was a cool thing. And then we came out and hit like eight, nine, eight straight home runs, and we're like, "Fuck you, fuck you, Jeter, <laughs> Jeter, overrated." <laughs> yeah, Jeets. No, I, I gotta agree with that. I mean, I, what, what do you expect from ESPN on Sunday Night Baseball from Yankee Stadium on the night where they? honor Derek Jeter. I mean, if you were expecting like an Astros love show uh, or an Astros donkey show. Oh, and, and they and, were, the announcers were. They just went, like, their little segments were all catered to Jeter in their interviews. Like, it wasn't, they recognized what was happening. They couldn't, you couldn't avoid it. They came out just and started destroying them. Um, especially after the Grand Slam, it was just like, ooh. <laughs> but, I mean, but how would you Here's feel Jeeps. if they were, I mean... If it was the same scenario, you know, it was Biggio night, and and they were just not talking about Biggio, and they were just it, you'd want your guy honored no matter what was happening in the game. That's a really good point. So just That's just a from really a baseball a, a respect of baseball standpoint, like that was his night. I don't care if they lose twenty two nothing and nothing happens. Like just let like that's his night. Like let him have it. He earned it. Although. He did get a whole tour last season. Like, they are milking it a bit, but that's cool. Well, it's the Yankees. But, no, I that's mean, a, I mean, that's a giant deal. He's out with the, some of the greatest players that's ever lived. Like, uh, that's I, besides the Hall of Fame, that's probably the second biggest honor in baseball. Yeah. So, who is the next Astro to get their number retired? Now that the Yankees have retired numbers, like, one through... 34. Um, who do you want to be? Who? Which Astro do you want to be the next one to get their number retired? I don't know. That's tough. I've got one in mind. I want to be extra picky about it. Like I don't want to get. I don't want to get too loose with it. What? What's yours? Mine's J.R. Richard, the 51. Yeah. I'm I'm cool with that. I mean, that dude, I mean, you talk about absolute dominance of a sport until he had a stroke, like, on the field. Um, I know, I feel like it's, yeah, I feel, I feel like it's late now, though, right? Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's, it, it's weird that they, I mean, they've retired the guy that, I can't remember, ah, I wish I could remember his name. It's been a long day. Um but he like killed himself in his garage and ended up killing his younger son. Like I don't know if it's Don Notabart. It's it's someone that played in the sixties, seventies. They retired his number after he committed suicide um, and accidentally killed his son. Cool, very cool. Um, very cool. But not J.R. Richard. I don't. I don't get it. But but that's who. I mean, and the Astros have over-retired. That, and that's numbers. why I wanted to dive like back and just, but no, I would be okay with that. 
I mean, if they, you can't unretire a number, but there's been a lot. I guess that's one. That's my one knock against the Astros as historically as. An I mean, they don't have they too many, too, but they've been loose with some of the ones they've given up. There's like seven or eight numbers they retired. Like like Dirk like Durker. Um, isn't he retired? Yeah. Um. See. Mm. I mean, great manager. I, I there's not I, I there's not, I don't have a bad thing to say about Larry Durker. But like his numbers shouldn't be in the rafters. Let's real. Let's like the bamboo hut was cool. Like that's your <laughs> retirement. Fam, that's a good. But not you know your number up there. And, mm. You get it. You get one percent of the bamboo. He was always tape. in there, just like hanging out and drinking. Like he's an awesome guy, but no, that doesn't mean you get your number retired. Yeah, take Jim Umbricked out. Like, don't retire his number. Like, unretire it. Unretire not a Bart. They don't even I hang don't that one up there. Not a Bart's not up there. Unless I've, it'd be really, it'd be really weird if I. I think you, I think you just, I think you just made that up. I'm not saying that they didn't, but it's, I've definitely never seen that up there. All right, Uh, Umbrick is definitely one that people don't think of. Um, cool, cool. My Google uh, is frozen. That's awesome. This is good radio. I, I, because I'm trying to, I, it's it's hard on the spot to think of people that I want. I want all of our modern retirees to to wait. Wait a minute, right? Or do you or do you retire yeah. it right away like they did Jeter? I mean, I feel like. It depends on the situation. Like if if Altuve plays until with the Astros at second base until he's forty one, then yeah, you retire his number. Nobody else can wear twenty seven. I mean, I kind um, I, I would I kind of want to retire Berkman's number, but I don't know if he necessarily completely deserves it. He was so good for us and on some of our best teams ever. He was. He's a he Houston was. guy. Well, kind of. He's from New Braunfels. But he went to Rice, and then, you know, he's a local guy. I don't know. I love the Puma. But, like, that's, like, he's, like, that's the kind of guy that Astros teams in the past would retire. Like, Drayton would be like, yeah, he's one of us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I was wrong on not a Yeah, I've never seen it. I've never seen it up there. That's what I thought, so. Uh, Astros retired jerseys. Bagwell, Biggio, Jose yep. Cruz, yep. Larry mm. Durker, um, Jackie Robinson, of course, Nolan Ryan, sure, Mike Scott, okay, yes. Jim Umbricht, Don Wilson, that's who I was thinking of, not Don, Don Wilson, yeah. Don Wilson, Don Wilson, yeah, and Jimmy Wynn. Okay, so really, Durker's the only one I have a problem with. I have a problem with Umbricht and Wilson. There was a, and there a reason for Umbrick though, and I, and I can't think of it off the top of my head. But there's a there's, like there was something special about that. Uh, Umbrick 
Uh, Umbrick died of cancer. Yeah, it was like a it was a tribute type thing, which I, which I also I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was some sort of tragic thing. Like yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So um, I, I guess we start getting into the. Like I'm thinking, Bergman's point, was a long term. He came up with the Astros. But I see. He I I still feel like he falls just beneath that immortalization line. So Bergman is up for the Hall of Fame. Do you vote for him? Or I would. Not? I'm, yeah, I'm biased though. He's For, former Cardinal, former Ranger. Well, it is it is what it is. He's an Astro. Nah, did he play with the Yeah, Cardinals? he won a World Series. Yeah, you got a ring, I'm pretty sure. I know it was Yankees. I know he played with the Yankees and the... Yeah, he, the Cardinals he got a ring with. I know. As a history teacher, you'd think my memory would be better. Um, but I'm just trying to think of guys like that were... Like, he was the best player on the field offensively for us for years while we were winning our pennants or playing for it and whatnot. Yeah, he played with the Astros, Yankees, Cardinals, and Rangers. And with the Astros, he hit 326 home runs, uh, 296, 410, 549. So a 959 OPS, 940 OPS with the Cardinals. 700 with the Rangers 707. So, so a pretty good so, Astro. So a pretty good Astro. So really good National League player. Not so great. In the yeah, they thought he could be a piece of perfect DH candidate to come up there and just hit from both sides. Yeah. Um, yeah, switch hitter. I I understand he's kind of cuspy, but I, I love Berkman so much, and I think the fans overall, I think they'd support the Puma and put that 17 up there because nobody's going to pick 17 anyway. 366 that's home runs. That's for one team. Uh, that's overall. Oh, that's overall. Um, oh, that's overall. 1,300 strikeouts, 1,201 walks. Career 943 OPS. I think he's going to be a guy that gets, if he gets in, it's going to be in his, like, well, they changed the rules, and his, like, ninth or tenth year when people sort of are like, wait a second, we need to look at these dudes that, well, then his number absolutely needs to be retired. If he's even Hall of Fame eligible in terms of where he could get in at any time, he needs to have his number retired here. And that's just how it works. But I, I'd, it'd be Berkman for me. Um, what about Roy L? He was so dominant. So dominant. He got a tractor. I got him a tractor for, for crying out loud. <laughs> hey, Drayton. Drayton I treated him like mobile. Ricky Rowe in that movie Blue Chips. His family won a tractor. I gave him a tractor. <laughs> uh, retire is number. I know, but like, the, the, think mean, of like that whole era. Like that was that was prime Astros baseball. Prime Astros baseball for those couple of years when we spent all of our money and destroyed our farm just to win a World Series. <laughs> just to win zero games. But in that in moment, like, like, those were the dudes. That's true. Those were the dudes. Bagwell, Biggio, 
Royo on the Hill, Berkman, Osmus, Everett, these guys, Morgan Innsberg, Morgan. <laughs> the, the goat, the goat, Michael yeah, Lamb, all these, all, all these folk heroes, like those, are, those were our last glory days. So you got to respect it some. Looking back, it doesn't doesn't feel nearly as good as it did at the time. But we're talking, no. you know, seven games in, in the 2004. The 2004 team, you know, go took the Cardinals seven. That was a tough series, but that team was fun as hell. That team should have gone that to the World Series. That team won the World Series, but so could both of the 2004 and five team. Um, I saw you tweet earlier about this team being more fun than, or liking them more than the 04 team. I, I, I agree. It's It's tough. This team, but, but this team is more likable. That team was about their business. This team's fun as hell, and they're good. Well, okay, so so my thing is the 4 team, the Astros are coming off of, of basically, with the exception of when they first moved to Minute Maid and the pitching staff struggled with the new dimensions, uh, the 4 team, I mean, they're coming off years of success. I mean, being one of the best teams. Yeah, in the playoffs National every year. League yeah, playoffs every year for multiple years. The seventeen team. I mean, we're coming off the rebuild, the randomness of two thousand fifteen. But you have everybody of two thousand fifteen that experienced that, and then you've added all of these perfect pieces in place as those guys from fifteen have developed from really good players into superstars. And and then minus and then, King, random, and then mi- random people are just con- minus minus King Colby the first. Well, he was he was in a he played exactly the role we expected him to play. Rasmus was not here to contribute long term. You and I both knew that. Um, I mean, how many? We knew he was gone. We didn't know what he was gonna like shrivel up. At the end of last, like last year was very bad, but we knew he was done. Like we knew he wasn't staying, just numbers wise. Even if he was healthy and killed the ball, he wasn't. Rasmus was was not going to be an Astro this season, no matter what. No. But I love him, and I will love him forever. Him and Hank, him and Hank Cogger, and got. I'm put. I have a list of guys that. Well, Rasmus did stuff, but Hank like Hank Hank Cogger will live in infamy for me. And I don't care if he never did anything. Well, and let's not forget that Chris Carter basically single-handedly wrapped up that second wild card spot in late September of 2015. So even though he's, even though he Chris Carter is what he is, and we saw he got exposed. Well, no, you know, he just was weekend. Chris Carter. No, he just was Chris Carter. He was Chris Carter. But um, no, those are my favorite players. The the Chris Burke home run. The guys that are immortalized, or even Brandon Backey's criminal ass. The way he pitched in the uh, in in the playoffs in the World Series was ridiculous. And just games that mattered, games like that, that didn't dude matter. Was, he'd give up yeah, nine like, that, like I don't care how many jails he's been in, and like he's probably locked up in Galveston <laughs> County Jail right now. Like I'll respect that dude forever. And, and 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 those are my favorite players are the guys that that either contribute once or they just add something like the Hank Conger just being wild in the in the locker room cur- cur- cursing on TV like that's like, just I don't care he's my hero 
And, and April of 2015, he hits like a three-run homer in the 14th inning against the Rangers. God bless him. And God bless him. It's a weird. Uh, I I'm leaning towards the I'm leaning towards this team being my favorite. Just given the dark days that have that have transpired, you know, 2015 accepted. But let's not minimize the emotional trauma of ALD. We need to talk about that. Um, They weren't ready. But this team, this team is the perfect mix of the 15 team and then our old school about their business Astros teams of the mid 2000s. McCann and Beltran have come in. They're still having fun. They're still goofing around. But when you see home runs, it's not nearly, it's not more, it's not club Astros. It's like, it's a, it's a fancy lounge Astros. (laughs) <laughs> like they're still enjoying themselves they're still showing their personality but they're not wild like McCann shut that wild shit down quick like it's all they're, they're more about their business even though they're having fun and they're still like clowning around so like you didn't lose the youthfulness of it but like even on Marisnik's home runs yeah he still gets splashed in the face but they're not like just dancing up the storm while he runs in. Like, it's not wild like it used to be. You can see there's a different, like, thing to it. I, I can't explain it. And, and I feel like it's the older guys coming in saying, all right, we're going to have fun, but, like, act like gentlemen, and then we'll go in the clubhouse and we'll get turned up. Man, that's good. Man, that's good. That's good analysis. Baseball, baby. Wow. Anything you want to close with, or do you want to close there and delete? No, my last, no, like no. Let's actually seconds. no. They get mad when we just cut stuff off. Um, uh, no, seven hundred baseball, baby. <laughs> that is one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate, and that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Olé! <laughs>